What a day, what a day, what a day. It's all happening. Mike McClure in the office, world traveler. Mike McClure back in South Florida. Mike, it's good to have you here. Thank you. It uh, feels good to be back. It's nice to do a show here. Uh, I, I like the setup that we have going on here today. Now, I don't want to hurt your feelings because it is important that you're here and we're happy that you're here, but it's not the biggest new thing on today's show. We've got Adam Azer here with us for the top of the show because he caught the first grand dong of the season from Trevor Story last night. How does it feel, Adam? If there's one thing I do, it's catch grand dongs. Everybody knows that. Yes. <laughs> And it feels great. And I was, I went grocery shopping very late last night, like a 10 o'clock grocery shopping run, which is a great time to do that. And then I got gas after I'm in the gas station and I'm just checking scores on my phone and I see seven nothing. I say, Oh, I bet my, and I have Nolan Arenado in a very important league. So I said, I bet Mike, uh, Mike is on a dong train now. I bet he got it right. And then I saw Trevor Story grand slam. I, said, I know there are bonus points for that. Am I going to be in first place tomorrow? And what is the answer, Heath? The answer is you are currently in first place after oh. the Grand Dong bonus. It's fun, funny because we have really very close. I've caught five dongs on the year. I'm in second place. Three of us have caught four dongs. So that that bonus makes all the difference right now, Adam. And it was funny when you said you went shopping really late last night. I was thinking, why does it matter what time you go on the Internet and buy stuff from Blue Apron? <laughs> no. no, I actually went out and left the house and – wasn't watching baseball, but then I checked the score and I was like in the gas station, very excited in my car, uh, ready for a nice drive home, feeling good about myself. Well, congratulations on catching the grand dong. Thank you. And, uh, we'll but all try to catch Let's do it again, huh? Let's do it again. We'd like that to not happen. We're going to try to catch you today and it is a very fun slate. The game at Coors is a day game, so it will not be on the night slate. The top stacks of the night, the Rangers and Athletics, both at 5.1 runs. The Dodgers at 4.7. I'm just not quite on board with the Athletics always being over five runs. But I do like the fact that since the Rangers are over five runs, it's another Jerks and Profar day. It is another Jerks and Profar day. Uh, you know, the A's should be at this level. Uh, eventually, they're going to do some damage here. They're getting a very nice park shift in Texas, so I think that you have to consider at least one or two Oakland Athletics tonight. Now, when it comes to facing, they'll be facing Doug Fister tonight. You really just want to play the lefties for the most part against him, don't you? Yeah, I'm probably, like I said, there's only really two Athletics I'm going to play tonight, and uh, they're both lefties, Matt Joyce, Matt Olson. Uh, I think that, you know, you could play Jed Lowry, but his price is just kind of out of control. It is. So I, I don't, you know, that'd be a very contrarian way to, Spend your money tonight. Probably not something I would recommend, but, uh, yeah, it's lefties only. Fister's very good against right-handed hitters, so it's just Olsen and Joyce for me. Speaking of contrarian, my contrarian stack of the day, the Tampa Bay Rays going up against just a terrible Alex Cobb. I don't know. I, I think he's just not healthy. I think he's been hurt too much. It's broken down. It's like when your car, like you gotta fix one thing and then something else breaks and then something else breaks and then all of a sudden it just doesn't run. And Alex Cobb doesn't run right now. No, Alex Cobb does not run. Uh, you know, facing a former team here, I, I do like the Rays. I think that they're a very nice contrarian stack in this game. Outstanding. Let's take a look at some BVP because I have a must play for Mike McClure from the BVP. First off, Adam Azer not choosing his much larger doppelganger, Ryan Braun. 
who is tw- has a 12-34 OPS with four dongs and 34 plate appearances against Jason Hamill. That's a disgrace. Adam Jones, 4-for-10 with a dong against Jacob Faria. Jackie Bradley, 4-for-11 with a dong against Aaron Sanchez. And then, I don't know that this guy will be in the lineup, but I think it's a good punt play for a lot of different reasons. Rajai Davis, 304-373-565 in 50 plate appearances against John Lester. Davis's one skill as a baseball player is being fast. Yes. Lester's biggest Achilles is holding base runners. If Rajay Davis is in the lineup tonight, will you consider him? Absolutely. Uh, you know, Rajay Davis is someone that I've always played against left-handed pitching. Uh, it's just, you know, he, he really has made his career by running the bases, but he's been very serviceable against left-handed pitching. So I do think that I would probably play him. I would love to see him heading at the top of the order. I don't know if that'll necessarily happen, but I, I do like him. No, I expect him to be at the bottom of the order. That's not your must-play, though. Your must-play, as a hater of all things BVP, we have Jay Bruce, 1 for 31, with 13 strikeouts against Michael Waka. This is the night where Jay Bruce double-dongs against Michael Waka, and you get to say, ha, 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 BVP dummies. Uh, yeah, I do like that. Uh, Jay Bruce is very cheap tonight. Um, you know, I... Thirty-six hundred on DraftKings. I do think he makes a nice pivot to some of the Texas Rangers outfielders. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to avoid him. I'm going to put him in a lineup now just because we talked about that, it. That's sure. what I was saying. Like I'm saying it's a must-play. I'm not saying he's a must-play. You have to have him in all your lineups tonight. I am just requesting that you play Jay Bruce in a lineup because of this. Oh, absolutely. It makes absolutely no sense that he would not have more than one hit against Michael Walker. So I will play him. Other bad BVPs. Another guy you're going to play, Matt Joyce. Three for 17 with six strikeouts against Doug Fister. You don't care, right? Don't care at all, especially if Joyce is leading off. Marcus Simeon, three for 15 against Fister. That makes more sense because Fister's been okay against righties. And Starling Marte, one for 13 against the terrible, no good, very bad Jordan Zimmerman. Yeah, I would play uh, Starling Marte here. I don't, I don't care about Jordan Zimmerman. Maybe you should just put a lineup together with Bruce, Joyce, Simeon, and Marte. No, you don't like Simeon. Dong Chaser standings. As we said, Adam Azer in first place now. 13-13 is his score. I have an 11-66. Mike right on my heels, 11-26. Chris not too far behind at 10-37. And then Scott's cooled off after his two dongs in a row. He's at 7-39. Azer is going with Manny Machado tonight at 4,800 against Jacob Faria. Mike, you had your choice of two first basemen. Which one did you choose? I had my choice of many first basemen, but I'm going to take Matt Olson. Uh, you know, we talked about the Oakland Athletics. They're really nice implied run total of five. Uh, Fister, been good against righties, struggles with lefties. Uh, I really like the park shift. We got some wind blowing out to center. It's going to help Matt Olson hit a home run tonight. Scott White really getting into dong chasers. He talks about how much he hates it every day, but you should have seen the joy on his face when I told him he stole my dong today. He chose Joey Gallo third at 4,100. Gallo was easily my top choice on the entire slate against Kendall Graveman. Scott gets Gallo. He's going to get a dong tonight, so we're going to have to keep up. I'll take Corey Seager at 4,400 against the Marlins. He's He's really disappointed a little bit this year, but I'm not worried about it at all. And then Chris didn't listen to our advice. He went with Chris Davis, a righty against Doug Fister. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue too much with Chris Davis' pick just because the hitting environment is still really good. The weather's going to help him in terms of the wind blowing out. Uh, so it's not the worst pick. And, you know, look, Fister's not going to pitch nine innings. So, No, absolutely not. 
Real quick weather. We have slight concerns in a ton of places. Texas, St. Louis, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Baltimore. But there's not anything that looks worrying enough to where I'm changing my plans right now. Yeah, I, I don't think anything's going to really throw us off. Uh, I mean, the one spot I think that could throw me off a little that I'm watching the most is going to be Philadelphia with Grinky and Arietta, as I do think that those are two secondary options at starting pitcher today that you should consider. Let's let's talk about this because that, like Grinky and Arietta are aces, yeah. and they are priced like aces. And on fan, DraftKings, it's laughable the difference in price. They, they just basically said we do not want you to play Clayton Kershaw tonight. The second most expensive pitcher on the slate is Zach Grinky at ten thousand dollars. Trevor Bauer's nine. Jake Arrieta is eighty five hundred. Lester eighty two. Like all those numbers sound fine. Clayton Kershaw is fourteen thousand dollars. Clayton Kershaw is also essentially a minus four hundred favorite, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but like, do you really want to fade Clayton Kershaw against the Marlins? I'm not planning on it. I'm actually planning to play Clayton Kershaw tonight, uh, even at that fourteen thousand dollar price tag, just because there's still a lot of value out there. Okay, so we're starting off our lineups with Matt Olson at first base on DraftKings with Clayton Kershaw in one of our pitcher slots. I know you may not like it because it takes away one of the spots we could play Jerks and Profar, but we do have Corey Seager at shortstop. We can still play Profar at second base, right? It's okay? Yeah, yeah we could still get him in there at second base. Good deal, good deal. I might offer some uh, alternatives to Profar if some people can't stomach playing him anymore. Do we need a cheap second pitcher on DraftKings? We have 3,900 remaining per player after our first three players and still one pitcher spot left to fill. I feel like, like you could stack the Rays with these hitters and Arietta or Grinky, But if you're not doing that, you pretty much need a cheaper pitcher, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that you could maybe do a combination of Rays and Rangers, maybe, if you like the Texas Rangers tonight with Profar. And, you know, the outfielders are cheap. Joey Gallo is still reasonably priced. Um, I, I personally like Arietta here. I'm just maybe a little worried about the potential rain in that game. Right. Um, but at, at this point in the day, I'm probably going to go with Arietta. So Arietta is your second favorite pitcher. Yes. You're planning on spending $22,500 on DraftKings on starting pitchers. I am. That is, that's got to be a record, at least for this show. Yeah, it is a record for the show. I don't know if it's a record for all time. I know in the past I've built lineups where I'll play like Scherzer and Sale together. Right. Um, you know, just you, typically on larger slates when there's a lot of value, but I, I think there's really, really good value tonight. It does make it harder when I put Corey Seager in there at shortstop, though. Oh, it does, but we can make it work. Okay. So other pitchers cheaper than Arietta. I think Lester's really interesting. Um, I would assume that you do not think the Indians are a good matchup for left-handed pitchers. Yeah. I mean, I look, I don't think the Indians are a great matchup for any pitcher, Be, but. When you look at the numbers, they have the second lowest WOBA this season against left-handed pitchers. That's encouraging for Lester until you also see they have the lowest strikeout rate against left-handed pitchers. Their main problem, because they also have an average hard contact rate against lefties, they have just been extremely unlucky. I don't think it's a good matchup. I think I'd rather play Eduardo Rodriguez against Toronto. I would definitely rather play Jacob Faria against Baltimore. And I would consider, as a contrarian play, Steven Matz against the Cardinals. Yeah, Steven Matz against the Cardinals is super interesting to me. I don't, uh, man, I don't know if I, how I feel about that. Like, 
I, I look, it's a good environment for him. It's uh, tournament only. Yeah, it's it's certainly tournament only. Um, but I, I do agree with you there on Lester. I don't think that like if if you can afford Lester, just play Arietta. I, I think that that's how I would do that. So we're starting off with Kershaw and Arietta. We're starting off with Olsen and Seager on FanDuel. We're just going to build a Kershaw lineup. Yeah, I think so. Kershaw, Olsen, and Seager. So we're going to need value over there as well. At the catcher position, Wilson Ramos or Punch? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's Wilson Ramos or Robin Chinchirinos. You know, he's the, the guy that we're always going to be recommending at, at this point because the price doesn't move. I know you're going to say it's because he doesn't do anything, but he did it a home run once. Yes, he has done that once. Uh, he, he gets Kendall Graveman tonight. He's at home, 2,900. It, it's got to be him or Wilson Ramos. We're going to start with Ramos. We need that $200. We'll come back to it at first base. There are a ton of options. We're basically playing two of them, though, I think. We're playing Matt Olson, and we're going to slide Joey Gallo down to the outfield and get him in the lineup? Yes, that's the plan. And then over on FanDuel, you can play them both because you can use Gallo at utility. The problem is on FanDuel, if you start with Olson, Gallo, and Seager, you've got 2600 remaining per position. I think we'll be okay with that. Let's find out. Yeah, we'll be okay with that. At second base. Say it. Just scream it. Jerkson Profar is a guy that you should consider because his price doesn't move. His price doesn't move because he doesn't do anything, but he's still cheap, and eventually he will. I'm playing Jerkson Profar on DraftKings. If you're looking for a Jerkson Profar alternative, I've got a couple for you. Eric Sogard, if he's in a lineup against Jason Hamill, is $300 cheaper on DraftKings. I love that. Also, I'd consider Hernan Perez. Yeah, I like that a lot. And uh, to your point there, Eric Sogard is a guy that I do think will be in the lineup, and I think he's a near must play on FanDuel. Uh, you can't play Jerickson Profar at second base on FanDuel. 2100 over on FanDuel. So we look at third base. We, I think we were both considering Adrian Beltre until I looked at the news and saw he's getting an MRI on his hamstring. He may be on the DL, so we're not going to play him tonight. I like Mike Moustakas and Travis Shaw a lot. I don't think we can afford either one of them. Jed Jerko against a lefty is really interesting to me. Uh, yeah, Jerko against a lefty is definitely an interesting play. I don't think a lot of people are going to play him, but I, I do I do think this is a good spot for him. Um, he's made his living hitting left-handed pitching for sure. Who was the third baseman you were planning on playing? Uh, it was going to be Adrian Beltre, but I also, you know, I kind of like Matt Chapman a little. The issue there is price. Um, you know, it's, I guess, Danny Valencia, if he's going to be in the lineup, I think could be interesting just because of the price point. Um, Are you okay with locking Jerko in? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. At shortstop, we've got Corey Seager. Mike's plan was to play Jerks and Profar, probably. Other cheap options. One, I have to say, Paul DeYoung, three for three against Steven Metz, two dongs. He does hit lefties really well. Nobody's going to play him. But, well, somebody's going to play him because of that. We're not. It's possible, though. You could also punt with a Ledmus Diaz. Yeah. I, I, I like a Ledmus Diaz there quite a bit, actually. Okay. I, I know you're just disgusted because we can't even discuss shortstop because Corey Seeker's already there. We've already got Joey Gallo in our outfield spot on DraftKings. We're going to need some cheap outfielders, really cheap outfielders, if we're going to put this lineup together. I mean, the first guy you got to look at is Delino DeShields, uh, 3200 Again, the, the Rangers' price points don't move. Uh, so I, I do think that he's someone you're going to need to play. We might have to rework this lineup a little bit somewhere else. Uh, but I, I do think that he's someone you need on both sides. Well, I don't know that we do on FanDuel. At, on FanDuel, we've started off with Kershaw, Olsen, Sogard, Jerko, Seeger, Delino DeShields, Joey Gallo at utility, 
We have two outfield spots left. We have 2,700 remaining for those two outfield spots. It's doable. One name I would throw in there is John Jay leading off against Ulysse Chussing. Yeah, I like John Jay there and then Matt Joyce. I mean, those two guys fit in pretty well there. Should be leading off uh, both of them. Matt Joyce on the road in that environment. I think it's definitely the way you finish that lineup. So no problem on FanDuel. Kershaw, Olsen, Sogard, Jerko, Seeger, DeShields, Jay, Joyce, and Gallo. It's a little bit more difficult over on DraftKings. We have Kershaw and Arietta. We're going to go ahead and drop down from Robin, from Ramos to Chirinos. Actually, I want to see something. Even if we go with Chirinos with this lineup, we have 2,500 remaining for an outfielder. That's not enough. Right. It might be. Like, it's possible something happens crazy tonight where it is. Either, um, at catcher, either Drew Butera at 2,300. Or Jeff Mathis is just the ultimate punch. I mean, he's going against Arietta. It's not a good matchup, but we know he's going to be in the lineup because he's Grinky's catcher. Yeah. You could play either of those two guys just completely punting catcher. And that gives you 3,100 for outfield. Is there anybody in that range you feel okay about, or do we have to really rework this? Um, I think that we're going to have to rework it. Uh, you know, we, we locked Jerko in, but I think third base might be a spot where we might be able to find a value play a little bit, you know, probably later closer to lock. Uh, the issue with Drew Butera at catcher is I don't know that he's going to be playing catcher tonight. Yeah. You think it's going to be DH? Uh, <laughs> you think Cam Gallagher's going to be in there? I, I think Gallagher's going to be in there. but I, Oh, no, I, you think Salvador, Salvador Perez is back. That's yeah, what Salvi, Salvi's back. But, but he just played last night in his first game back. Yeah. Are you going to play him two nights in a row? I mean, he's Salvador Perez. Okay. We won't do that. We're going to go back to Chirinos, who... Give me somebody that you think will be in a lineup at third base if we're punting third base instead of catcher. All right. If we're punting third base, I mean, I, I think that you have to look, you know, you have to scroll down a ways here. But I, the one guy I mentioned, Danny Valencia, does save you $400. Um, after that, there's a chance Jose Reyes, Tommy Lastella, either one of those guys could get a spot start here. Um, that's probably where you're going to end up having to look. And that leaves you just enough for John Jay in the outfield. Are you okay with that? Yes. So Kershaw and Arietta. We've got the super studs at starting pitcher, and we still have some really good hitters. Chirinos, Olsen, Jerks and Profar, Danny Valencia, check to make sure he's in the lineup, Corey Seager, Joey Gallo, Delino DeShields, and John Jay. We're going to catch some dongs tonight. We're going to win some money. We're going to get Adam Azer off his high horse, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. 